0: Linda Fisk is a multi-award-winning CEO, TEDx speaker, three times international best-selling author, keynote speaker, and university professor, dedicated to amplifying and extending the success of other high-caliber business leaders. She is the CEO of Leave Her Shift Global, a community of unstoppable women, enhancing their leadership blueprint and embracing their power to be the best versions of themselves in work and life. In Leadership Global, Linda supports and guides ambitious creative women to move in the direction of their purpose, their mission, their dreams with powerful connections, critical support, practical tools, and valuable resources to show up Speak up and step up in their careers and personal lives. Please welcome Linda Fisk. Welcome everybody to Money Nine One One, where we talk about health, wealth, and peace of mind. They all work together, and you heard the fabulous intro about Linda and. I always ask my guests to create a topic, a title that resonates like a mastermind, how to develop your prosperity mindset, right? Linda came up with that. It's super duper for us to get into that today. Welcome, Linda. Fabulous to have you here.
1: Chris, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on um, this particular podcast because I gotta tell you, your guests are amazing. The topics you tackle are just so intriguing. And I think you provide so much incredible value for your audience. And I just feel very, very lucky to be here with you today.
0: Well, you just honored me like that's the cherry on top of my whole day. Super, because, you know, you're really positioned in on C-suite and, you know, that's where we're broadcasting from now. And you have such a fabulous lead her ship group empowering women and really great topics. I'm sending a lot of people to you. A lot of my listeners should tune in to you. Absolutely. All the details are here. But I'm really excited about this topic, the prosperity mindset. And because it's all really, you know, as you think, right, it becomes. It's just basic, the way it works. Why don't you unwrap that and describe why it's important and why everybody should really pay attention to that
1: i love that you know i was saying that nobody can go back and start a new beginning but anyone can start today and create a new ending and that's really what we're talking about prosperity can mean different things to different people and it's important that you have a clear understanding of what prosperity means to you so let's start by defining prosperity what does a prosperous, abundant life look like? Is it abundance about finance, love, health, happiness, or something else? I gotta tell you that the research that exists today around brain functionality about abundance is absolutely stunning. It's interesting to learn about what successful people do to have a fulfilling life and how that literally changes their brain functionality. And really, we're talking about changes in mindset more than anything else. Here's a second nugget for you by Pastor Doug Taylor. And that is, when I change, everything changes. And a small change in your mindset can lead to an entirely different set of decisions. And that can change your life forever. But first, let's define what we mean when we refer to mindset. A mindset, to me, is just simply a way of thinking. It's a lens that allows you to see what you want to in the world. Now, unlike beliefs and values, a mindset is something that is fairly easy to change with awareness, with practice, and with determination. So feeding the right mindset is essential for you to create a life that you want. The goal is to empower you to switch your mindset from one that will positively transform your life and begin to attract abundance and wealth. And that's really what we're speaking about when we talk about a prosperity mindset or an abundance mindset. Our mindset can literally stop us from achieving our goals or accessing our desires. But it doesn't matter what beliefs or values you have, if you have the wrong mindset, it can limit you and hinder your general sense of happiness. So, understanding what kind of mindset you have is the very first step to developing a prosperous and incredibly happy rewarding thriving life
0: absolutely you know i really didn't wasn't aware of this in my practice i've been in practice 32 years and around year 25 i realized that i was spending more coaching time with people on their mindset than filling out applications because you know, you go to school, you learn how to make money, you get out of school. What do you do? Go make money, give it to somebody else to gamble. Nobody has any clue what where things are, but that's in the money world. Well, where was that really coming from? Limiting beliefs, right? Wouldn't you like talk about a little bit some of the common limiting yes. beliefs, right? That we all have that we cannot become empowered because our own limiting beliefs.
1: Absolutely, Chris. Thank you for asking that. You know, there are two types of mindsets that were coined by the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which I think most people know of, Stephen Covey. And in Stephen Covey's book, there is a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset that he describes in a lot of detail. A scarcity mindset is more about focusing on what we don't have, and limiting our access to what we don't have. Meanwhile, an abundance mindset is about creating opportunities and believing that there is enough resources for everyone. There's enough resources for everyone to benefit. So a person with a scarcity mindset will be absorbed with what's missing. A scarcity mindset will focus on the limitations they will manifest obstacles that will seriously limit your success. They begin seeing everything as, as an obstacle or a roadblock that they have to work to move past and over. And when you limit yourself with your beliefs and your actions, you're not open to receiving. You begin recognizing that you know, there is nothing in front of you that even seems like abundance, that seems like prosperity, You wake up in the morning thinking that you didn't have enough sleep or you won't have enough time to accomplish all the tasks on your list. No matter what it is, the scarcity mind is set on acknowledging what is not available. So I would invite all of your listeners to think about their lives. In which area do you find yourself focusing on what you don't have? What limits do you place on yourself? Which areas of your life, whether it's love or relationships or finance or work, do you apply some sort of scarcity mindset? Now, I will say the other side is the abundance mindset. And with this mindset, we recognize the good things that that are already present in your life. You start to become grateful for all the abundance that's already present in your life, and you set your intention to experience more. Of what you want so think about what you currently have in your life make a list of all the things and situations or people that make your life rich what are you grateful for in your life what do you appreciate about yourself and now that you begin to understand a little bit more about the two abundant or two mindsets one is an abundance mon- mindset or a prosperity mindset and one is a scarcity mindset you can begin applying behavioral change and thinking styles that match what you want. The more you're aware of your mindset, the easier it'll be to shift towards a prosperity mindset. And a mindset is what will likely, in fact, literally determine how you experience your life and if you enjoy it or not. So the benefits of having an abundance mindset and being focused on prosperity are actually endless.
0: Yes, ab- absolutely. And that's so cool that you said that because literally as a result of the, you know, decades in the practice seeing that missing piece created, actually I have a program called Shift Your Life Group Coaching. It's a three-month program where we literally mix in meditation, prayer, resetting, forgive. you know, real behavioral things that people don't deal with and in the integration of that. Specifically, one of the things that you said, and I really just noticed just a simple thing. I'm gonna ask you some specific strategies, but one of them that I always use is gratitude, is the attitude that gives you the latitude to raise above, right, all the bombardment that we're in. And so when I get up in the morning, you know, I think of five things I'm grateful for, right? And some people can't even find that. Well, you're breathing, you have food, you have a warm house, right? And then I do that in the morning and I do that and I thank God in the night. And that's what I do. And it that little subtle thing changes my energy during the day. I've, you know, because I'm I'm on the up instead of oh, the oh, there's so much this, right? And so I bet you have some very cool strategies that show people how to techniques.
1: Right? Yeah. And, and what you just talked about, Chris, is is so fundamental. And I so appreciate you bringing those examples. And I have found that individuals with an abundance mindset are, in general, more successful. They feel less stress in their daily life. And most of the benefits associated with adopting an abundance or prosperous mindset are Things like you mentioned, you appreciate your life. You have access, believe it or not, to more opportunities because you see more possibility all around you. You're able to decrease your daily stress. You're able to reduce your anxiety level. You're able to really take control of your life because you begin to see opportunities. You get to see possibility. You appreciate the relationships in your life. And you're able to foster happier and more fulfilling relationships. And all of that actually improves your health. In fact, um, early research that was conducted on mindset uh, suggests that, in fact, it has not just psychological impact, it has financial impact, it has health impact. And as William James, who is an American psychologist and philosopher, once said, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their life by altering their attitudes of mind. And research has found that changing our mindset can have a big impact on our life. And one of the most interesting findings actually comes from research done by Harvard University. The study looked at intelligent quotients, IQ, of individuals when they had adopted a scarcity mindset versus those that adopted an abundance mindset. And they looked at IQ in both groups, and they found that the difference between having a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset can be as much as 14 IQ points. That's the difference between having an average IQ and having extraordinary IQ. And what's fascinating is that you can change your mindset. And when you change your way of thinking you can actually gain that difference in IQ very quickly. And we can conclude from research from Harvard that having a prosperity mindset will make you brighter, make you more engaging, make you more open to opportunity and possibility and enable you to be better at making decisions, finding solutions to problems in a quicker and more efficient way. And so I got to tell you that the first step is to ensure that I am choosing to incorporate a prosperity mindset at the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. And to me, the very first step in building a prosperity mindset is to start expanding your awareness of things like wealth and prosperity. Perhaps you worry about how little money you have, or you feel a heavy burden of too many bills. And in order to Turn this kind of perception around. You've got to make it a point to see the abundance that actually surrounds you. Be grateful for the money you do have. Feel optimistic that you will receive even more money soon. Believe that you can improve your life and make more money. And it's also important for you to perceive wealth in a positive way to attract it. You can't have a negative opinion of wealth and wealthy people and expect to have a prosperous, wealthy lifestyle. Start paying more attention to wealthy people you can admire. Read about great philanthropists or celebrities who do important work with their money. Seek out success stories about people who started with nothing and then became millionaires. And the more you do this, the more you change your perception of what it means to be wealthy, what it means to have a prosperous lifestyle, then you'll begin drawing more tangible expressions of wealth into your life.
0: That's it right there. Boy, that's beautiful. And that the role of self-awareness, right? And because we're all preoccupied with everything that's going on, that role of that develops that prosperity inside the mind and makes you aware of what you're, you know, what's happening during the day. Because it is, you have to be the watchman, you have to be paying attention because every second. There could be an you know some negative thing that you could spiral down on this or whatever the language is in the brain. you have to be vigilant at it now, people that are going through, especially the times that we're in, as that increases, how do you deal with the setbacks and failures and keep the prosperity mindset, even though, you know, even you during know. the tough times, right?
1: That's it. That's it. Yes, well, I, yes know. I know. And and let me just say, we are in very economic uncertain times right now. That's right. Uh, and there is a lot of sociopolitical turmoil. That's right. So in order to create a true prosperity mindset, you must train yourself to turn your attention away from anything that distracts you from focusing on your wealth and well-being. Now, that doesn't mean hiding all of your overdue bills in a drawer and refusing to face reality. You don't have to become a Pollyanna to focus on abundance, but you do have to stop obsessing over the challenges and the problems in your life. A good rule that I use is do what you can to improve the current situation, but then immediately move on to more positive pursuits. Refuse to wallow in setbacks. Avoid spending hours a day worrying about money. Don't talk yourself out of taking action because you might possibly fail. Be proactive. Be precise about your actions and keep focus on where you want to be, not where you don't want to be. And by continuing to focus on all the negative possibilities, being chicken little and always saying the sky is going to fall, only creates that reality. So let's go through uh, some descriptives um, and some behaviors that are exhibited by people that are stuck in a scarcity mindset. And I would invite all your listeners to make a list of those that you recognize in yourself. Being aware of your challenges can be helpful in identifying that you can change in your life to access more abundance. Number one, do you focus on gaps? A common mistake that we tend to do in a scarcity mindset is to place all of our attention and energy on what is missing in our life. And on the other hand, people that live in an abundant or prosperous mindset are natural at putting their energy on what they want to create in their life, what they want to create, what they want to develop, what their purpose, their mission and vision is. Number two, you don't ask for help. In order to bring more prosperity to your life, you need to be open to receiving that. And that includes receiving help from others. And if it's difficult for you to say yes to someone who offers help, then you're telling the universe that you're not deserving of receiving help, support, or perhaps even financial help from others. Number three, you're uncomfortable with compliments. You know, compliments are actually a form of receiving. It's very similar to asking for help. And if you're uncomfortable with receiving even something as as simple as compliments from others, you're demonstrating that receiving is really difficult for you. So if you want to be more open to receive and attract more prosperity, start by saying thank you when someone recognizes your value. And coming close to the end of my list is you dwell on the past. To dwell on the past means that you spend a lot of your precious time and energy thinking about the things that are no longer relevant. And what good do you have going on in your life right now? People with an abundance mindset don't delay living a happy life based on something that they may get later. They find joy in the present. They don't focus on those things that happened long ago, but they focus on the good in their life right now. And lastly, I would say a good telltale of someone in a scarcity mindset is that you often use the words don't or can't. You know, our vocabulary says a lot about our mindset. And a person with a scarcity mindset will use many limiting words like can't, won't, don't. And these kinds of words have the tendency to nourish a deep belief that we don't have enough And we will never have access to what we really want in life. So catch yourself using words that set a limiting belief and then begin to reframe those words to empower you to do something about the situation.
0: Woo, that's great. Boy, there's so many goodies in there. We could all have another show just on what you just said, right? Just to unpack the five or however many things you just said, because... We don't stay in the present. We're always worrying about the past or the future. And there isn't ever any, You never is. Don't you think you never just get there? Like, you know, right. oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have, you know, have like I'm a songwriter. I had a Grammy nominated song or, you know, number one song. You know, you get to what you think your goal in it. And then there's another one. So It is a journey of staying in that consciousness all the time, not something or someone or something is going to bring you that joy. You stay, the joy is on the inside, right?
1: Absolutely. And so think about the differences in using words like, I don't have enough money to go on a trip with you versus I can save some money if we go on that trip next year. Or I can't seem to attract the love that I really want in my life versus I want to attract a partner who is supportive and loving, or I don't like my job and I hate that I'm stuck in this versus this job actually allows me to stay in the workforce while I find the perfect job that will really fulfill me. Those are the same circumstances but framed in very different ways. One is full of possibility and gratitude, and the other is sort of limiting the possibility, limiting the opportunity, and limiting the choices that that person sees in front of them.
0: You know, in a way, you could look at the whole world, you know, because there's so much talk about AI, right? But it's really a consciousness. They're really imitating what God created, which we really have inside of us. When we connect our heart and mind together, right, in the sacred heart, that union of the good inside there, I mean, I'm not there, but I've had that experience when it is connected where... You think it and it almost manifests like instantly, right? Or the phone rings or you run into that person or that opportunity shows up. And that's how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be co-creators. We're supposed to be at that higher level, not the diminished, burnout human being, but, you know, a divine being that can have unlimited possibilities. That's just what this conversation is really you know exciting to me to sh- to open that up for people have them take the time what kind of things would you want to like takeaways for people today maybe a few things that maybe they could do you've given a few already but maybe a couple other ones
1: yeah i would say that it's important to keep challenging any kind of false perceptions any kind of limitations that you're placing on yourself on a regular basis because some of these perceptions some of these beliefs may be embedded pretty solidly in your subconscious mind so logically you may know that there's nothing holding you back but you still find yourself hesitating or procrastinating and if you keep challenging your limiting beliefs if you start challenging your scarcity mindset and if you take action despite those perceptions bes- uh, despite those false beliefs or that scarcity mindset You'll begin seeing that begin to fade away and eventually disappear because you'll have convinced yourself that over time, those things that you believed in, those beliefs, those false perceptions, those those limiting beliefs, and that scarcity mindset, well, those things are not true at all. And now that you're starting to transform your perception of limits, you're in a much better position to start taking focused action. And that would be my second point of recognition is, number one, again, challenge your false perceptions on a regular basis. And number two, begin to take focused action. And the question is, of course, well, what kind of action should you take? Well, I will tell you, all the richest and most successful people in the world have one thing in common. They found a way to contribute value to the world. And they are rewarded quite well for their efforts. So think about it for a minute. The seeds of your wealth and prosperity are tucked away in a very surprising place. Your greatest interests and passions. Of course, simply following your passions isn't enough. You have to find a way of making your passions pay. And that means finding a way to use your interests, use your passions, use your talents to contribute value to the world. And I got to tell you, once you begin to focus on how you want to contribute to others, how you want to create abundance for others, you will find that you naturally attract abundance
0: to yourself. Oh, that you're just singing my song that, you know, that's, that's my heart. And, you know, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm in the C-suite working on the conscious giving council, because I was seeing so much, you know, there's, plenty of money in print, right? <laughs> Lots of paper in print. So we channel that. And it isn't just about ourselves. I mean, when you get to that point, when you're thinking of others, then it it multiplies. There's something really magical that happens with it because the abundance is quantum leaps when it, it becomes more about others too inside of that than Not only are you have wealth for you and your family, but then you can come back and give it to your community and up-level the whole conversation, right?
1: Absolutely. One of the most common misperceptions about wealth is achieving some sort of monetary goal will make you happy. And Mm -hmm. happiness is simply a state of mind. Can you recall wealthy people who are pretty unhappy with their lives? Mm -hmm. Just off the top of your head, you could probably recite the names of at least a half a dozen celebrities who are constantly struggling with addiction, relationship turmoil, legal problems, and worse. Money didn't make these people happy, and it can't make you happy either. If you want to be happy, then you have to decide to be happy now, regardless of your problems and challenges. Just having a ton of money in the bank won't make problems go away And it won't make your life happier. The greatest power you can ever develop is the ability to focus on the good now so you can be happy right now, no matter what else is happening around you. Right now is all you have. Let tomorrow take care of itself and instead focus most of your energy on making this moment the very best it can be. And by having an abundance mindset, by having a prosperity mindset You're able to see all the possibilities around you. Mastering this skill alone will make you the richest
0: person on the planet. Say no more. That's it right there, the cherry on top. And before we wrap up here, maybe, what are you excited about? What are you working on right now? Maybe that you want to share or anything that's on, that people can go to. I want everybody to get your coordinates and connect with you.
1: Thank you so much, Chris. I would say that, you know, I just, Did a TEDx talk recently about the opportunity for everyone to be aware of the ladder of economics and how by taking the smallest actions, we can create a global movement, ensuring that half of the world's population, which are girls and women, have equal opportunity for physical safety, psychological safety, equal access to jobs equal access to housing, and then ultimately equal access to have their voice heard at the highest levels of decision-making, whether that's a corporate board or whether that is some sort of political office. And so I would invite everyone to check out my TED Talk and see what you can do to impact the ladder of economics for girls and women all over the world as chris you noted i have the privilege and pleasure of serving as the ceo of leadership global it's a community for the most impactful extraordinary women in the world and we're able to help them unleash the full potential of high performing growth oriented leaders in a confidential supportive and private community and my passion is to ensure that women in leadership have access to the resources the tools the media platforms and the financing that they need to accelerate their success. So, check out my TED Talk if you're interested in learning more about the Leadership Global community. Simply check out the website leadhershipglobal dot com.
0: Fabulous, Linda Fisk, you're the best, and I really enjoy this conversation today. Thank you so much. There's so much to learn about healthy money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot, go to Meetwithchrismeller.com and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Money911 so you don't miss our next episode, which includes health wealth and peace of mind.